Hello, dear friends. Hope you've all been peaceful in the Lord during the past week. It's August 2023 already. May grace and peace abound in God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. You are listening to Sunday Worship Message from the Last Days Ministry here at WGM Church. Before we continue with today's main text, let's begin with the words from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main text comes from Daniel chapter 2, verse 31 through 45. Old Testament, Daniel 2, verse 31 to 45. Thou, O king, sawest, and behold a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. This image's head was of fine gold, his breast and his arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet part of iron and part of clay. Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay, and break them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away, that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This is a dream, and we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. Thou, O king, art a king of kings, for the God of heaven hath given thee a kingdom, power, and strength, and glory. And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field, and the fowls of the heaven hath he given into thine hand, and hath made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold, and after thee shall arise another kingdom inferior to thee, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces, and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all these, shall it break in pieces and bruise. And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay, and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, but there shall be in it of the strength of the iron. For as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay, And as the toes of the feet were, 
part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And as in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces to consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof sure. God showed a frightening dream to King Nebuchadnezzar, who had been ruling the entire world in the Babylonian Empire, and had him interpret it with the help of the prophet Daniel. God foretold the rise and fall of many kingdoms that would arise from the Babylonian Empire, where the time of the Gentiles began. Not only that, but at the end of the Great Tribulation, Jesus will return and judge everyone in the world who has not believed in him, after judging the Antichrist and the false prophet by throwing them into the lake of fire, after winning the battle of Armageddon, by establishing his everlasting kingdom on earth according to the disciples' prayer taught by the Lord Jesus Christ, in Matthew 6, verse 10, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, to accomplish the full dispensation of God's will, God is finally glorified through the prophecies spoken by Daniel and the vision given to the Apostle John. God began the time of the Gentiles by raising up the Babylonian Empire to discipline and restore the Israelites by refining them and successively raised up the Medo-Persia, Greece, and the Roman Empire. Also, the Roman Empire was further divided into East and West Rome. And in the end, the whole world was divided into ten kingdoms, where the ten kings give all their power and authority to the Antichrist, thereby showing the end of the whole world ruled by Satan. The prophet Daniel prophesied to Nebuchadnezzar when he saw the fall of the last world empires and the fulfillment of the millennial kingdom which is the kingdom of heaven preached by John the Baptist and Jesus taking place on earth with the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Daniel 2.44 and 45 And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever. For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. And the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof sure. And suddenly here comes a stone that appeared out of nowhere. The stone struck the image on its feet and on its ten toes, smashing it into pieces. But the stone was not hewn out of human hands. The Apostle Peter testified of this stone, to whom coming as unto a living stone disallowed of, indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. Ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up 
spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. The Lord Jesus Christ is a living stone, and as a living stone, He becomes the head of the church, and the members of the church become lively stones, reborn by the Holy Spirit and united with the Lord to become holy priests. Regarding the stone, the Apostle Peter continues with his testimony. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Sion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. First Peter 2 verse 6 through 8 Those who believe in this stone and receive life will become as lively stones, but those who do not believe in the stone, Jesus Christ, they will stumble. So who was offended? They were the Pharisees, Sadducees, and the scribes at the time of Jesus. But where did the stone strike? It didn't strike the head of the image, but the feet and the toes, striking down the ten kingdoms, the ten toes that came after the Roman Empire. This is the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ on earth. This is not the rapture, but the physical appearance of the Lord at the end of the seven years of tribulation after the rapture. When the Antichrist reigns after being given all power and authority by the kings, Christ, the living stone, judges the Antichrist and the false prophet by throwing them both into the lake of fire. And the Apostle John testified this. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. Revelation 13 verse 1. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. Revelation 19 verse 20. The Apostle John witnessed the scene of the Lord, which is the living stone, opening the windows of heaven and returning with the lively stones, his bride, the church. This is the book of Revelation, fulfilling what was prophesied in the book of Daniel. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but himself. And he was clothed with the vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with the rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords, Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 through 16. The prophet Daniel foretold what would happen when the Lord Jesus Christ returns to judge the world and establish his millennial kingdom. Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay, 
and break them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together and became like the chaff of summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Daniel 2 verse 34 and 35. Jesus spoke through John the Baptist at his first coming that he would become a living stone and fulfilled the words prophesied through the prophet Daniel at his second coming. In Matthew 3.12, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly perch his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. At the second advent, the remnant, that is, those who believe in the Lord, will become the wheat grains, as the kingdom of gold, silver, brass, iron, and clay of this world will turn all to chaff and disappear without a trace. King David prophesied of this in Psalm 37 verse 10, For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be, yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. Even during the days of Noah, after the flood, there was no one left on earth except his family and everyone else died. Noah's family took possession of the entire world. Likewise, we can know from the Bible that after the Lord returns and judges the nations of the world, God's children and his chosen people of Israel and the repentant Gentiles will take possession of the heavens and the earth. And likewise, in an empty world, the lively stones that were raptured and came down with the Lord, that is, the church saints, along with the surviving Jewish remnant and numerous Gentiles who believed in Jesus and kept the commandments during the Great Tribulation, wearing white garments washed by the blood of the Lamb, will form the great mountain. The kingdoms of the world will become the kingdoms of Christ when the seventh angel blows his trumpet. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become like the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Revelation 11 verse 15 The Lord Jesus Christ will not only reign over the world for the millennium, but for eternity. And this is when David will again rule over Israel, according to Ezekiel 37, 24 and 25. Also the born-again brides of Christ, who came down to earth with the Lord after the rapture, will become rulers over ten or five cities in all the Gentile kingdoms, according to the pounds they have gained. The prophet Zechariah prophesied the establishment of the kingdom after the Lord Jesus Christ's defeat of the Antichrist's army at the Battle of Armageddon. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle, and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. Zechariah 14, verse 3 and 4. Then in the second half of Zechariah 14, verse 5, And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. And finally in Zechariah 14, verse 9, And the Lord shall be king over all the earth, and that day shall there be one Lord and his name one. Finally, the enemy, the devil, who has brought sin and death to the world and has been accusing us for the past 6,000 years, will finally fall into the lake of fire 
after the end of the millennium and suffer eternally with the Antichrist and the false prophet who has been waiting for him. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Revelation 20, verse 10. Amen.